Hey everybody, welcome to episode 18 of Stupid or Irresponsible. I am Justin Shelley, CEO of Master Computing. And I'm Joe Milo, CIO, Master Computing. Joe, what's the uh, most important thing, most interesting thing, most outrageous thing that's happened to you this week? <laughs> I don't know about outrageous. Uh... I went and saw a bowl game, got to see the Armed Forces Bowl. Oh, nice. Last weekend over uh, New Year's. It, it, you know, it's, I got mixed feelings about it. Okay. Um, it was freezing cold. It was raining. Um, but, you know, it's live football, so right. I was there. Um, <laughs> the whole time, we were like, man, let's just go back to the bar. It's really cold. It's really wet. But both teams were acting like they were about to fight, and we really wanted to see that. <laughs> we stuck around till they were kneeling the ball, and we bailed. As soon as they went to go shake hands, there was a giant brawl there. And you missed it. I missed it. Yeah, I missed the whole oh, thing. Oh, man. That yeah, sucks. Super bummed. But. Like, the only re- reason we go to these live <laughs> events is because we want to see <laughs> destruction. And yeah, yeah. Not the only reason, but right. it's a significant part. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. You don't watch NASCAR to watch them drive fast. Exactly. You hope- <laughs> <laughs> well, that stinks, kind man. Of bummed about that, yeah. But, again, I got to see football. It was awesome. Missed it by that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. What about Fair you? enough. What, uh, I, what's yeah, going on I, I wish I had something exciting to talk about. We've been doing home improvement projects. Yeah. I replaced the door to the backyard in our house. All right. Uh, I got the trim put on. Oh, wow. Uh, sealed it up. I mean, it was, uh, yeah. It, it's it's good. It keeps me busy. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with the break, you know, with everybody home, everybody cooped up in the house. Yeah. Nobody's at work. Nobody's in school. So that's how I kept myself busy. I don't know that it's <laughs> exciting. I don't know that it's interesting, but it's what I was up to. <laughs> All right, man, let's jump into this thing. Yeah. You know, we talk all the time about why we call it stupid or irresponsible. Listen, it just comes down to it's really simple. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Don't be irresponsible. <laughs> if you do that, you're probably going to be in good shape. And we're going to teach you how to not be stupid and how to not be irresponsible as long as you follow the formula. That's it. In a nutshell, Joe, yeah. we, uh, we've kind of gotten in a habit of talking about any updates, any updates of stupid people, any stupid updates. Do you have any updates of anything that's happened between... This time we're recording now and when we recorded last. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, routines, here we go again about uh, solar winds. Oh. Um, so apparently the U.S. government has now officially announced, and when they say officially, that's in quotation because they don't really announce anything. Yeah. They officially announced that they think it may have been Russian-backed uh, APT group. <laughs> oh, so okay. before it was a pos- potentially yeah. state-sponsored, now they're saying it's a potentially Russian state-sponsored. It had their fingerprints all over it from the beginning, right? Yes. Isn't that kind of what we were theorizing well, before? Well, yes and no. And again, it's it's down to, is it Russian-backed? It's a hacking group sure. that is placed out of, and it's out of multiple locations. They just want to throw a name to it. Okay. Um, so that doesn't really mean anything. So absolutely no. no we have an absolute nothing update. Okay, fair enough. But I will uh, I will say that this continues to be the most significant cyber event of my lifetime. Oh yeah, and we're not we're not done learning new stuff yet. Yeah, I mean every like I I don't want to get too far in the weeds here, but there sure there are some high levels Microsoft uh, executives that have had their emails gone through and whatnot. Oh boy, wouldn't call it an update. Yeah, they're they're still leaking data out on that of what exactly has been hit and what's not been hit, but it looks like it's been a lot, it's a lot more intrusive than that they're letting on right. currently because it's still actively being, uh, <laughs> yeah. you it, know, they're still in it's there. It's still working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yuck. Crazy, fun, exciting times to be alive. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know about the fun part of that, but anyways, 
Security tip. That's really kind of the, the nuts and bolts of what we're doing here, Joe. How do we keep people from being stupid? What uh, What's the topic of the day? Well, this week, the teaser we gave you last week, uh, if you've ever said this, you're asking to be hacked. And I'm going to bet I've said this before. I don't even know what you're going to say. but Well, I'll tell you, we actually talked about this last week uh, without even knowing it. It is... What did you say? Well, we're small. Nobody's going to hack us. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. We're not big enough. We're not, uh, you know, we're, we hadn't reached that point. Nobody cares about us. We're not a big company. Nobody's right. really coming after us. Well, BS. Uh, it's the number reason why, number one reason companies get hacked. Uh, you because just, they're small? Well, it's because they're, they're not, not because they're small. It's because they're small and they think that's, and they say that. They use they that act. as the reason why they don't have to worry about exactly. things. Exactly. It's not even a line item in their uh, So would this be a, an example of something stupid? Definitely. And irresponsible. Thinking you're too small to get hacked is stupid, it's irresponsible, and you're asking for trouble. Yeah. And not okay. just for yourself or your clients, uh, you know. Yeah, right. You dismiss, you know, the importance of IT security because you're, you know, you're only the little guy. Well, it's lazy. It's it's yep. flat out lazy. It's irresponsible. And like we said, it's I, stupid. I think I've said before that there's two primary targets. It's the low hanging fruit. Yep. And it's the great big names. Yep. Right now, we're seeing both of those two groups get hit hard. Oh, yeah. And it's way easier to get low-hanging fruit because they just throw a shotgun approach. Yeah. And somebody that has their shit together, they're not, you know, they're good. Right. Um, but if you're the guy, if you're the company that says, you know, we don't really need. We don't need that. We yeah. don't need to worry don't need about to that. that. That's another We're too small. We're too unimportant. Right. Nobody yep. cares about us. Yep. Said everybody beat in a dark alley. <laughs> <laughs> so statistically, you know, one in five small businesses fall victim to cybercrime every year, and that grows every year. Uh, you, you know, you should see the slope on this thing. I mean, it's it's getting crazy right now. Yeah. They're finding new methods that are getting past, you know, the easy stuff that are you buy off the shelves at Best Buy or something like that. Hey, let you know what? Let's run with that statistic for a second. One out of five. Yeah. The last time one of our clients got hit with a cyber incident, a significant cyber incident, was almost a decade ago. Okay. It's when we really kind of changed right. our tune, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so uh, I'm just going to throw out there that perhaps we're beating the odds. So that's good. <laughs> that's good. There is hope. Is There's what I'm one over to here. Here. I'm going to uh, go ahead well, and knock on no, that. fair enough. And, and everybody is a target to some extent. But I'm just saying that we are living proof that if you put security measures in place, yeah, you can mitigate the risks. Yeah, absolutely. At a minimum, you can mitigate the risks. Yeah. And that's so, all we're doing. We're so just, don't do this nonsense, this stupidity of, oh, I'm too small, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. All right, go on, <laughs> go on. I, I cut you off. Well, no, you you, know, you kind of cover the bases. No one is immune from cybercrime. Okay. One in five. Uh, half of all cyber attacks are aimed at small businesses because they make themselves low-hanging fruit, like we were speaking. Uh, non-existing security protocols. You don't have policies in place. Uh, the whole shebang, the whole culture is is backwards, and generally it's you know it starts at the top and dribbles down to the bottom. Yeah. Um, if if you as a business owner don't care about your security, your cybersecurity, uh, guarantee your employee doesn't give a shit. So, right. Yeah. Uh, hey, know. they learn right. They watch exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If your owner is working, you know, if 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 your thing is to get this done and only this thing, that's what the employees focus on. They don't really care about. Is my, you know, have I reset my password? Have yeah. I done this? Have I done that? Do we have a firewall? Am I working from home? A lot of people work from home. There's so many security risks there, especially when you're sharing a network with a family. Um, just too many things can potentially go wrong. An interesting statistic, Joe, about half of the people that I meet with in, in uh, selling, promoting our services, don't, uh, don't take it serious. Don't uh, move yeah. forward because I it's just it. not important to them. Yeah. Half. I mean, yeah. It's not a big deal, you know, to have house, you know, fire insurance until your house burns down. Yep. <laughs> it's one way to live life, I guess. You know, it's nuts. I don't know. It's stupid is what it is. A wing and a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and so the other thing to consider, you know, you get hacked, okay, well, crap, that's on me. Well, now all your clients' data, right? you know, now you're responsible for that. For no other reason, um, you know, if you don't care about it, about your company, about your, you know, the potential <laughs> ridiculous amounts of money and time and headaches that that causes for yourself and your company, think about your clients at least, you know. One email account gets compromised by you, uh, you know, emails go out to your clients, phishing scams, viruses, the whole shebang, not just yourself, but it, you know, it goes to all your, you know, potentially every everything that you touch or that you talk to or communicate or work with, they're now active. Uh, you know, so Joe, listen, let's walk through one of the scenarios. Sure. This is like a daily occurrence yeah. for me. I'm talking to a, a prospect, um, let's say it's an insurance company, okay. whatever. It could be any industry, it doesn't matter. And, and you're trying to sell me cybersecurity. Okay. And you come to me and you say, hey, this is super important, Justin, and here's why, X, Y, Z. And I say, eh, all my stuff's in the cloud. I don't have to worry about it. Now, we've talked about my stuff's in the cloud before. All right, so we don't need to go there. It's, that's not a good security measure. Uh, and you'll come back and you'll tell me, uh, you know, what, what else? What are the other potential problems? Well, they could actually gain access to your cloud services. They could do whatever, whatever. Um, but... What happens if even if they don't get your data? Because that's that's always the counterpoint is they can't get my data because X, Y, Z. Right. Or I don't have enough important data here to protect because it's only Word docs. Sure. It's only this. Yeah. It's only that. Um, but what happens in an actual breach where they really lock down your systems is you are no longer able to work. Yeah. So back to the example of an insurance company. You can't work. You can't log into your computer. You can't log into your provider, your cloud provider, because all of your access is shut off because right. your computers are all locked. You're, you know, whatever. And so now you cannot conduct business. Forget about the fact that you don't think you have important data that somebody's going to come after you for. Yeah. You cannot conduct business. Yeah. You've got clients calling in wanting insurance quotes. They want adjust whatever, whatever. I don't know the insurance world all that well, but you know they, they need changes to their policy, they need new policies, they want to make claims against policies or whatever, and you cannot take care of them. Right. For at least the number of days, weeks, months that it takes to restore, because if sometimes, at if at all, right. So, I mean, this head in the sand approach, and I know this is kind of off topic, but it, it's similar in that, okay, I'm too small, or, well, whatever, whatever your reasons are. Yeah. It just... <laughs> you, you've got to think about not only what you think you have to cover your data, but yeah, like you were pointing out, your clients, your customers, your your patients, if yeah. you're in the healthcare industry, uh, you know, if, if you can't take care of them because of a breach, it, I mean, this is a selfish position to take. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All right. Rant over. What else you got for us, Joe? Well, uh, we got a few headlines in the news. Uh, DDoS secrets. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, they were the guys behind uh, the the blue leaks back last year. Now, so uh, so they're like a transparency advocacy group. They're okay. claiming to be like the WikiLeaks alternative. Oh, they're okay. heavily funded by Bloomberg, that kind of thing. They don't take a political position, but they're obviously political. Yeah, yeah. Um, None of us take political positions. It's just that we're yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. I don't right. have. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I don't, so anyway, uh, they were behind the Blue Leaks. Blue Leaks were um, so somebody hacked into a bunch of police uh, and military servers, and they did a bunch of data dumping. Uh, uh, well, these guys went and conglomerated that in the dark web and kind of broadcast it for everybody to see. Oh that boy! Kind of thing. So 
they had their server seized over in Germany. Um, they had all their Twitter accounts and their YouTube, all their social media blocked. That was back like last middle last year. Uh, so they're back fully operational, and now they are scouring the deep web for all the data dumps of all the ransomware, mm. and they're trying to, in the name of advocacy, of, of transparency, uh, specifically targeting uh, corporations and pharmaceuticals and that kind of thing about showing all their private secrets that were illegally attacked and breached um, uh, with ransomware. Um, and as a, a staple of the new ransomware trends these days is first they steal your data, then they uh, encrypt it so you can't access it. But then they threaten you that, hey, we're going to upload this yeah. to the cloud. So they generally do that in the dark web where those things go. Right. Uh, this uh, The DDoS secrets, they're back in business of pulling all that information making it an easily readable format for all oh. the world to see. And uh, in the name of transparency, right. giving all your the company secrets. Basically, uh, the equivalent of somebody broke into your house and stole uh, all your underwear. These guys go and take pictures of your underwear and post it in City Square or Town yeah. Hall. So that's what they're doing. They're up wow. to no good and, well, you know, arguably no good. And they're back in business. They're being hosted by some, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. But uh, yeah, so they're back in business. Um, that was kind of in the news recently. The other two are firewalls. This being a new year, um, we've got some new uh, zero days. We've got some new hacking. Uh, the two big ones right now, which are two of the most prevalent firewalls out there, uh, both for residential and for uh, businesses, Zixel firewalls. Um, we knew about this breach. Uh, there's some backdoor stuff where you can get in there and basically still, or you know, get into your any VPN or any uh, LAN network, any corporate network uh, that connects through this Zixel. Um, it, they already found the exploit and they had patched it last year, at the end of last year. Um, but now they're seeing it in the wild. It's now an official zero day, meaning people are actively hacking these backdoors. Hmm. Uh, they're currently about fifty thousand. Uh, active production firewalls with this exploit that haven't patched. 50 that have unpatched. Unpatched 50,000 50, unpatched. About. Yeah, that are actively exploitable, actively being exploited. Wow. Now, they haven't, you know, it's not all 50,000 being exploited currently. Sure. Um, but they're but the potential. potential to. Yeah. And it's that easy. I mean, it is super duper easy. Now, tell me, Zixel, I, this is a name that I became familiar with about 10 years ago. I yeah. tried a couple of their products. I thought yeah. it was garbage, honestly. It, and you're telling me they're one of the more popular brands. This oh, is yeah. Not a I, brand I mean, yeah, I've seen uh, in the last week, uh, I've, I've patched five of them. Really? From people that, not like, not our clients, but like, yeah, like yeah, because we don't use them. No, yeah, we don't. I have nothing really against them. Don't. I just I, I tried a couple of their products early on, and they seemed consumer great yeah. to me. I mean, is that true? Are they are they garbage? Or are they really a good company? Uh, I mean, it's the same. It's 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 decent. They're decent. Is it? Okay. It depends on what you go. I mean, it's like any product. You yeah. Know, you can go to the sky and spend a million bucks. They've got the enterprise versions. They do. Uh, See, I didn't the mo know that. more prevalent are the residential small business Soho. Yeah, routers uh, mostly do just the layer three. That little five port switch from them, right? It's just garbage. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. Yeah. I mean they piecemeal. It's like anything. They yeah. outsource. I'm, you know the big guys have all the good companies that make the good stuff. These are the cheaper guys. So they are a low. I'm only asking because yeah. like they're not on my radar and well, they haven't been for about ten years until now. Let me tell you this: What about Fortinet? Yeah, Remember those guys. That those name I know. Guys. Yeah, and they. So same thing. You're telling me they got now. I don't. This I did not know. I yeah. heard about Zixel. Yeah. 
I had not heard about Fortinet. What's... So not quite fifty thousand. Forty nine K plus. Oh, that's pretty dang they close. They won't get to fifty. <laughs> uh, but those also have uh, active backdoor zero days currently Damn. going on. Now. now those traditionally are in enterprise. Those are traditionally being patched. But again, fifty thousand in production. So you're not going to buy a Fortinet for the house. These are all no, no. essentially all, if not completely all, small to medium to large scale businesses. Right. Uh, or even cloud and data centers are using Fortinet. This is people that are just simply not paying attention. Yeah. If you've got a Fortinet, you spent some money and then walked away from Quite it. Quite a bit of money, too. Yeah. These aren't cheap. They and then walked the away. End. Yeah, exactly. Or just poor security, uh, poor security team. Maybe they paid in its security team to install it, but now nobody's Well, that's at what it. I'm saying. Whoever's in charge of this yeah. thing put it in place and walked away from it, yep. which is not the answer yep. for a firewall. And it's not a couple. It's, like I said, 49K plus. Tons, wow. of, tons of them. Joe, that's stupid. It's stupid. This is, is like the stupidest of all the things we've talked yeah. about to spend money on a company like Fortinet and yeah. then not patch it, not update, yeah. not be monitoring that thing. <laughs> Good criminy. Let me tell you this. Okay, so maybe that's irresponsible. But maybe that's stupid. You know what's irresponsible? Tell me. Not knowing what your firewall is. Absolutely. Do you know what, you know what firewall is at your office? Sophos, I do. Well, you do. Yeah, you're you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tech guy, though. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So well, kind I mean, of. <laughs> how many how many owners or business owners know which firewall they are? All right. So let me push back on that. I don't think it's irresponsible to not know what brand it is. I think it's irresponsible to not have information about whether your stuff's being monitored and maintained. Absolutely. Somebody needs to know what kind of firewall you are. So when something like this comes up, you know, hey, Zixel's back door. We need to go patch our Zixel because yeah. that's what we got. That's our yeah. firewall. Otherwise, it's going unpatched and. So whoever's responsible for security for this company should know that information. Yeah. And I'm looking at this from an owner's perspective. The owner of the company may not know what hardware he has in the IT sure. closet, but the owner of every company out there sure as hell better know the name of the person who's monitoring it and patching and, and letting him uh, sleep well at night. Hey, yeah. Mr. Owner, you're safe. <laughs> he better know that guy. Oh, yeah. And he better be sure that that guy's doing his job. Yeah, Exactly. Crazy wow. stuff. Man. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're going to be kind of, it's going to be a short episode today unless you've got some extra stuff to go over. Well, I do want to tease with next week. Okay. Uh, pretty excited. Wait until you hear this story about what the secretary did. Oh, that sounds fun. Hey. <laughs> Jeez. That's that's our next week's episode. Huh? Yeah. We got a good one. Okay. Um, Okay. Yes, excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. With that, let's go ahead and make this a short episode. Sure. It's been a crazy day, and I've got uh, <laughs> I got to go sell some stuff. I've got an appointment coming right up after this, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap early today, guys, and we're gonna end like we always do with the pledge of allegiance. The pledge of I, yeah. <laughs> I, I I wonder if people get tired of me saying this, but you know what? Whatever. Get on the phone. Send me an email. Go on our website. Whatever. Book your 10-minute call, 10-minute discovery call with me. We're going to go over, you know, some some basics, and this is no pressure. This is not a sales call. I'm seriously just going to ask you some questions to see if it makes sense for us to do business. Yeah. Um, whether it does or doesn't, you're going to walk away with some, some free utilities, some free security templates. Um, I'll give you all that kind of stuff. And if it makes sense for us to, to help you out down the road, we'll talk about that. But yeah. uh, no pressure. Just jump on the call mastercomputing.com slash discovery get it on the books yeah don't know what firewall you got or don't know who's managing it yeah give us a call we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, a we'll, we'll tell you <laughs> and we'll write you a plan like in all seriousness we'll we'll document what you need to do next to protect your system I will print out a red yellow green kind of um, roadmap we'll call it 
of here's where you're at, here's where you need to be, and here's the, uh, the equation of how to fix it. Take it, run with it, do what you want with it. Hire us, don't hire us, I don't care, but get, get another set of eyes on your security. No. That is what's responsible. That is what's smart. Mastercomputing.com slash discovery. Joe, final thoughts. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year. See you next <laughs> week, guys. Bye.